Hello, Hooray for Monday listeners. In this week's episode, we're taking another look at how curiosity manifests in the lives of interesting people. Hello, Aletta. Hello, Jenna. Last week's Hooray for Monday featured my conversation with Dr. Cecilia Denise Bain, an applied mathematics professor in Colorado. As part of our ongoing series on curiosity, Dr. Bain shared a lot of fascinating insights into the work she does and the things that make her curious. I'm still seeking out synchronized fireflies in my backyard. I recommend our subscribers give it a listen if they haven't already. It was a wonderful conversation and very informative too. It was. And this week you had another fascinating conversation. I did. I spoke with Marcus Lee, who is both a yoga instructor here in Maryland and a longtime friend. Marcus is a professional football player turned yogi slash studio owner and he shared some lovely thoughts on curiosity, including how it helps us push on the invisible boundaries we create for ourselves and the role one high school teacher in particular played in expanding Marcus's comfort zone with creative writing. Part of what makes these conversations so compelling is discovering the many different ways curiosity has led someone to where they are today. I can't wait to hear Marcus's experience. Let's get to it. I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. What makes a yogi curious? Hooray for Monday, July 24th, 2023. Hey, Aletta, I'm Marcus Lee. I am the co-founder of Pure Fire Yoga located in Bethesda, Maryland. We are a hot yoga studio for the community. Thankfully, I've been in this world for 14 years, so I would can still consider myself new, but but if you would ask a lot of people who I get a chance to interact with throughout the day, they've they've said I, they would say I've been around the block a, a time or two. So, but I'm very happy to be here. I'm a local kid to the DMV area. Grew up playing sports. Uh, football was my sport, and I, I do share that with people because it's a big a big part of who I am and how I see the world. Being in a number of team dynamics and different levels of play, uh, my I got a chance to play at the D1 level for football in a very brief. Somebody actually one of the students at Purifier said having a cup of coffee at the NFL level. I was like, yeah, I like that. Like just a brief cup of coffee at that particular level. And, and it's really shaped how, like I mentioned, how I see the world and how I move in the world um, and how I work. So um, I actually ended up falling into this yoga thing when sports didn't work out and have loved it ever since. You know, it's, I love the physicality of it. I, I love the tradition of the yoga practice. Um, and I think uh, sharing that tradition and sharing how it can be current is very important. So well, what else? Us. I love to sweat. I sweat at least once a day. Once a day. I, I've been doing that since I was five years old, and um, I don't think I'm going to slow down anytime soon. So if somebody wanted to learn more about yoga or the traditions of yoga or mindfulness, what would you encourage them to do? Well, a couple of things, really. I think if, if they're interested in taking a class and, and, and having a really a live experience, I would, I would you know, search your local yoga studio. Um, your local mindfulness practice, uh, you know, areas and try it out. And I would say try it out for like whatever their intro offer is, whether it's two weeks, 30 days, I mean, really commit to that because for thankfully for me, my first experience kind of grabbed me, but I've heard so many stories of experiences where it just wasn't, wasn't their cup of tea. And what they later on found was it just wasn't the right teacher or the right practice or 
Um, so this is why I, I say commit to the two week or the or the 30 day, whatever the intro offer is and try it out. Um, so yeah, go to your local yoga studio, but also to like, you, we live in a new world where uh, the internet is so powerful and everybody has at least one social media channel. Ask the people who follow you, put a post out saying, hey, I'm look, I'm interested in getting into this. Does anybody have any recommendations? And you'd be probably, people would probably be surprised at how many people just want to help people that way. Marcus, what role does curiosity play in your work? And I know as a student in your class, I often hear you say, especially in a challenging moment in the class, get curious or be curious, which is is a, a lovely way to focus my mind away from get frustrated. And I want to hear, you know, what role does curiosity play in your work as a, as a yoga instructor and studio owner? I think a significant amount. I think very much how you're describing how I mentioned in, in the actual classroom of in challenging moments, you know, I invite students to get curious. It's very much like, very much like that in the ownership world or for me, I don't, my brain is going this way where I, I'm an introvert. My, once my extrovertness is done, like I've reached my limit, uh, I've just become really, really quiet. And I've pushed the boundaries on that through curiosity of maybe one more interaction, maybe more, one more message, maybe one more interview, whatever it may be. So I would say a, a curiosity often um, breaks down invisible barriers that I've already placed on myself. So it plays a huge role. Can you say a little more that's so interesting about sort of curiosity? I think I'm hearing you say you're, you're expanding your comfort zone when you may feel like my my introvert quality is very strong right now, but I, I want to or I need to reach out beyond myself. Curiosity seems to, does it make you, does it expand your comfort zone? Like, how do you feel like curiosity helps helps in that moment? Well, I, I think often think back to, you know, it's hard for me to remember myself as a younger person, like a kid being curious, but, but from time to time I'm around, like, like I'm walking around or whatever, and I'll see like younger kids get curious, high school students get curious. I interpret some of that experience for me as there's energy around it. There's, there's energy in being curious, like solving a problem. How, how can I overcome this or how can I learn more about that? Or how can I help this? It, it's, it, there's something sort of energy around it. And I use that particular energy that that curiosity gives me to then go an extra step. And not in a way that I'm pushing myself, but in a way I'm like, hey, I can actually move the, the invisible boundary that I've set for myself a little bit further out. So I have a little bit more room now to play. For example, wheel pose or, or flip dog to wheel, into wheel maybe. It's, I can't go anywhere more, but if I get curious, there might be a place where I can settle in to then open and access something that gets me a bit closer to it. It's, it's very similar. What are you curious about right now? And what are you doing to pursue that curiosity? Well, I, I find myself thinking a lot about how I can spend more time, not at home, but with my fiance. Like I, I, start, I start to do that. I start to get curious about how I can spend more time individually with uh, the purifier team. Because that's there's really cool things that open up when we spend time individually and then as a, as a group. So I think a lot of what I've been thinking about currently is how I can spend more time with the people that are already in my life and, and hopefully dive a little bit deeper. And deeper meaning doesn't have to be anything crazy. Be like, show me your, I mean, tell me your deepest, darkest, not, not that, but, but how we can 
um, support each other, how we can play an impactful role in each other's lives. That sounds like, it sounds like really being intentional about the way you're engaging with the people who are already important to you. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so thinking back when you were a student in school, whether as a child or a young adult at any time, can you think of a time when your curiosity was was peaked at school when you when something happened that made you curious, whether it was sort of officially part of the curriculum or often it's not, often it, it comes in other ways. Yeah, I actually, I saw this question and I, I had to smile at this because it took me back all the way to high school. I never thought I was a, I, I probably still don't either right now to, to this point. I never thought I was a good writer. I think I'm a pretty decent writer, but I took this, what was it called? It was a creative writing course, English course, my senior year. And Miss um, Pelletieri was my name, uh, was the, my teacher. And I remember ha her giving us a couple of assignments and her taking the time to like after class or just acknowledge the work that I've done. But she, she'd asked me really interesting questions, which then sparked my curiosity to, to then think about the same topic very differently or write it again in a way where I see this point are there other, other lenses or points that you see the same topic? But for whatever reason, I felt really comfortable around her. I trusted her. She spent time with me. And, um, and it really got me really um, interested and curious of how to formulate words together, um, how to describe certain things, describe my experience, talk about the topic. For example, in, in the past, the coaches who spent more time with me got more out of me because they knew how to push me and where to pull back. Because if you push, for me personally, if you push me too far too soon, I have this thing, I've always had this in my entire life. I don't know where it comes from, but I can cut people off really quickly and not even bat an eye. It's really wild. Um, but if you spend time with me, you'll get to understand that side of me a little bit more and then push me and get me curious. But I think, you know, Miss Pelletier was amazing in, in sparking that curiosity for me in high school. Resources. Marcus spoke to the importance of a teacher nurturing him as a writer. Here are some activities to help you do the same for your students. Word at a time stories. Working with a partner or as a whole class, students construct a narrative one word at a time. The challenge is to create something cohesive while depending on the creative input of each individual. Automatic writing. One way to stimulate our imaginations is to relax and let our minds flow uninterrupted. Automatic writing gives our minds the space to do just that. Once upon a time, engaging in a playful, structured storytelling activity teaches learners to listen carefully, focus on details, sequence elements, and use imagination. Links to all these resources are in our show notes. Student programming. Applications are open now for the 23-24 Real World History course, the only credit-bearing course available to all public, charter, and independent school students in Washington, D.C. Real World History is taught through inquiry, equipping students with crucial skills that prepare them to thrive in our complex world. Real World History students complete an oral history project on the Great Migration during the fall semester and have the opportunity to intern at one of Washington, D.C.'s many amazing cultural institutions in the spring. For more information and to access the application, check out the link in our show notes. August Inspire Teaching Institute. 
What do our students need in order to thrive as learners? Join us for our August Institute on the ABCDE of Learner Needs. In this institute, we will analyze positive and negative learning experiences in the context of learner needs. Using student examples from your classroom, explore the ways in which asset framing can offer insights into meeting needs. Practice using reflection tools designed to help students and teachers assess where their needs are and aren't being met. All of our institutes are free and are designed to be applicable across the pre-K-12 school experience. Participants who attend the live sessions will receive certificates of completion. Recordings and resources will be emailed to all registrants, but we highly recommend joining us live so you can experience the activities firsthand, ask questions, and engage with other educators. Register for Wednesday, August 9th from 7 to 8.30 p.m. or Tuesday, August 22nd from 7 to 8.30 p.m. via the links in our show notes. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication of Center for Inspired Teaching, an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience away from compliance and toward authentic engagement. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.